and so it begins. The holiest season of the church year. And I love Lent. I love it because it's so clear. You know, Advent, nobody knows what they're doing. Right? We get into Advent and we're like, ah, it's Christmas. Right? And it's four weeks. It's short. Sometimes it's like three and a half weeks. But Advent's clear. Advent hits and everybody's like, suffering. Right? Just That's what we're doing. We're giving up stuff. We're doing stuff. We have a clear path. We can see what's wrong here. And then we have a plan about how to fix it. I was reading an article about two climbers in the 1960s. They were mountaineers. And they were sick of using bad products. They would, whenever they would climb, they would, their carabiners would break and their ropes weren't that strong. And those little things that you pound into the mountainside, I don't know what they're called. They didn't work either. And so they, they said, well, why don't we just make our own stuff? So they did. They started making stuff in their garage. And other mountaineers saw the stuff that they were using, and they're like, where'd you get that? And they're like, we made it. And they're like, we'll make us some. And they're like, okay. And then these two guys, after many years, started two companies. One started Patagonia, and the other one started the North Face. I heard recently somebody say that people who wear Patagonia actually really do stuff outside, and people that wear North Face just pretend they do. But you have these two, these two rival companies. These guys are two friends. They saw a problem. They came up with a plan. And they fixed it. That's what Lent is about. Seeing the problem. Coming up with a plan. And fixing it. Here's the thing. I bet a lot of you have Patagonia. I bet a lot of you have North Face. Why? Because it's a trusted brand. That's why. If anything rips, tears, breaks, you send it in, lifetime warranty, they fix it. And so when you wear it, you're saying something. You're saying, number one, you trust the brand. Number two, you're probably saying, I'm kind of outdoorsy. Maybe a little bit. And we do this with all types of brands. Like, I'm a snowboarder. I only ride Burton. Why? Because I'm the best? No. Because I want to look like the best. Apple products. Why do some of you, maybe many of you, have an Apple Watch? iPhone in your pocket. MacBook at home. Why? Because it says something about you. I don't know what it says, but it says something about you. I'm techie. I'm cool. I don't know. Is that what Apple says? I drive a Ford pickup. Why? Because Ford's the best. (laughs) You never know in North Dakota what that's going to bring. And then you have all of these brands, right? And then we come to Ash Wednesday. Today in this Mass, you're going to be branded. You will receive the mark, the sign of the cross on your forehead. Now think about this. Where does branding come from? I think, I think it comes from ranches. They branded cattle. And why? Why did they brand cattle? So the rancher in the, you know, in the land next to them would look at it and say, oh, that belongs to John. And John says, yeah, that's mine. Don't touch it. See the brand? It belongs to me. That's where branding came from. And did you know, did you know that when you were baptized, you were branded with the sign of the cross? 
Every single one of you in here, I'm assuming, is baptized. And you were branded as a baby. In the rite of baptism, it says this. Right at the very beginning, I look at the child and I say this. I'll use the name. Matthew. The Christian community welcomes you with great joy. In its name, I claim you for Christ. By the sign of his cross, I now trace on your forehead and invite your parents and godparents to do the same. And I make the sign of the cross on the child's forehead and I brand the child for Jesus forever. Today we renew that brand. We don't do it to go out and show everybody that, hey, we're Catholic. I, you ever notice that? Like the, the day that the gospel says do everything in private is the, thing, the day we do it all public. And we don't go out there and say, hey, look at me. Look at my ashes on my, I got dirt on my face. I'm a good Catholic. I went to Mass. No. What this says when we get it on our forehead is, I'm so messed up that it took this, the cross, to fix me. There are brands all over this nation. And we invest so much in all of those brands. And for what? What do they ultimately do for us? They're going to go away. Maybe you'll get buried with your Apple Watch. I don't know. But you're not going to look at it anymore. And quite honestly, when you get to the gates of heaven, Jesus isn't going to look and see if you're wearing Patagonia or the North Face. He's going to see if the cross on your forehead matches your heart. If you were claimed as a baby and as an adult, a fully grown adult, that you grew into him, the one who claimed you. The cross is not a sign of, of, of pain and suffering on our foreheads. It's a sign of fidelity. It's a sign ultimately of love. What he did, we put on our foreheads so that we keep it in our mind every day and we live it. It is so good to see so many people here. How I wish every Sunday was like this. And the best part is, I don't even know if you know this, I'm going to give away a secret. Ash Wednesday, it's not even a holy day of obligation. And you're all here. Why? I like to think because you love him. And something stirs in your heart every Ash Wednesday. And if you've been away from the church for a while, it's time to come home. Because you were claimed. You were purchased by the blood of our God. You belong to him. And he belongs to you. It's time that we own the brand of the cross.